This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Kaya Handley. This is the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up, bringing you the local stories you need to know today. We didn't win, we didn't lose. We now have a choice. And I think that is the simplest way of looking at this. We look at the importance of dying with dignity. But first, let's review what went down in an historic election Saturday night. You may have heard there was an election over the weekend. Something about democracy, change of government. Yeah, it is what it is, I guess. It doesn't really affect me either way. Well, it was needed in Australia and um, it was uh, good to see we've got a change in government now and hopefully they'll do what they said they were going to do. That's what the punters down in Edgeworth think. Now, I know there's been a lot of coverage, but we wanted to wrap it all up in a shiny little bow just for you. Around the hunter, in a word, Labor. There may have been some doubts, but all seats have been returned, including a new Labor member for the hunter, Dan Repicoli. From Musselbrook to the Mooney Bridge is a sea of red. We have six federal Labor MPs across the Hunter and Central Coast, which gives us tremendous influence in the Albanese Labor government. Pat Conroy there. He's back in the seat of Shortland. Action on climate change has been a big issue this election, with the Teal Independents and the Greens picking up seats in the lower house. So what does that mean for around here with a new government on the way? Um, I think it, it all comes back to transition. That's Miles Egan. He's a social researcher at the University of Newcastle. He's born and bred Singleton, so he knows firsthand what coal means to the region. Just more than 12,000 locals are employed in coal production around the Hunter, and that's not including people working at power stations. Labor's promised to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in 2030 by 43%. That means that our area is going to need a plan for energy transition. Miles is optimistic. At the end of the day, if we can start to plan for an orderly transition away from um, the Hunter's current dependence on coal mining and coal exports, then I think we'll be in a good position to set ourselves up for the future. Lots of people have been stumped with this election outcome, except you may remember from our big election bonanza that one pet knew what was up. Leo the Moodle backed Albo all the way. And his owner, Bill, says he's pretty pleased about it. Yeah, just in himself. Yesterday I watched him call, watching Sky Racing and, you know, I, I, I don't know, he's... I think I might take him up to the um, news agents this afternoon and introduce him to Powerball. That, my friends, that's the joys of democracy. It's easy to get caught up in the storm of politics and forget the change that lawmakers can make. In between all the federal campaigning last week... The New South Wales Parliament passed legislation that gives people with terminal illnesses the choice to end their lives. I've, I've had time to think about it and um, there are no winners or losers in this. It's not about winning or losing, it's about having that choice now. For Cahiba local Mark Gilmore, it's personal. Um, my family has been ripped apart, not by one, not by two, but my mother, my three siblings and my niece and nephew all passed away from a, a debilitating 
disease that lasted 10 years for my younger brother and 15 years for my younger sister. It's been a long road to get to this point and there are still people who are opposed to the policy. If you don't like the legislation, you don't have to use it. It's, it's about that choice. The legislation is there, it's legal and it will stop families, hopefully, not all families, but it will stop some families suffering the loss through through suicide. Mark just doesn't want other families to suffer like his. I don't know if my younger brother would have wanted it. And, and I've said it before, I stood beside his bed many a time wanting to end his misery, but I couldn't. I couldn't legally do it. New South Wales is the last state to legislate for voluntary assisted dying. For Mark, it's about not only compassion for those suffering, it's about giving them agency. We didn't win, we didn't lose. We now have a choice. And I think that is the simplest way of looking at this. long two years with COVID, but spare a thought for those Aussies overseas, locked out, unable to come home until really recently. Heidi Regan was in London working on her stand-up comedy when COVID hit. Being locked in a tiny flat with no outdoor space in London, I got very nostalgic for Newcastle and for being able to go see the ocean and just how relaxed and lovely. I just kept saying to my girlfriend, it's just the perfect place to grow up. And I'm talking about like it was the Shire from Lord of the Rings. Heidi's now home to see friends and family, do a gig here or there, but she's been in London so long that her accent, well, it sounds a little British. Does it? Yeah. Oh, God, that's... <laughs> I've been dreading that and a guy on the plane said to me, oh, I can tell you came from London and I was like, what? Um, my friends have all said they haven't noticed it but I think maybe uh, they're, I don't know, they're nice. <laughs> There's something about coming home, getting in touch with old mates. It can kind of play with your head, make you a little self-conscious. If you just keep doing the scary thing, eventually you're just desensitised and I can now stand up in front of like 2,000 people and I'll go out with zero nerves. But then you can do, I did my first gig back here a few weeks ago and it was just an open mic gig, but I had my school friends come along and I was suddenly as nervous I had been like maybe three years ago because I was like, oh, this could be a real sad night. (laughs) So I was a lot more nervous than in front of a big room. Heidi's just done a gig at the Newcastle Comedy Club. She's heading back to London soon, but she's not quite ready to say goodbye to those Aussie classics. You know, like ice magic. Yeah, I have like an extreme sugar headache from the constant ice magic and I've gained weight from it, but it's, it's all happiness weight. So now you know. Those are the key stories from the Hunter region for today. This podcast is made in Mullumbimba on the land of the Awabakal people. We acknowledge these lands and that of the Waramai, Darkenjung and Wanarua peoples who make up our Hunter region. Tell your friends, remember to subscribe to the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up in the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with your wrap of the news you need to know in Newcastle and the Hunter.